Hey everyone, welcome to the Live Your Freaking Life podcast. I'm your host, Christine. And I'm your other host, Selena. We are two BFFs and life coaches who talk about the science of happiness and well-being to help you live your freaking life. Yes. Speaking how of, are you? I was going to say, speaking of living your freaking life, how have you been your freaking life this past week? Um, let me tell you something. Yeah. My freaking life this last week was not the most fun I have uh, ever had. No, I would say. Yeah, not, so not the most fun. Mm-hmm. I um, was down in King of Prussia on Monday for nerve testing, nerve conduction testing, which is very painful when your nerves are already irritated. Yeah. So that was not the most fun. And it has left me like with horrible bruises. Like horrible. Like I don't think it should be like that, but whatever. So I had that. That was Monday. So Tuesday was like a little bit chill. Wednesday I got food poisoning. Mm. If you want to know from where you can message me. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Definitely someplace local, and there was no question that's what it was. Oh. And then Thursday, we had the horrible weather, and we had to drive to Lancaster in the morning because I was getting a diagnostic injection mm-hmm. in my back, which was also not fun. Yeah. I cried my face off. I did. Really? It was so painful. Oh. But now I'm there laying on the table. Okay. You want to hear how this was? Let me just tell you real quick. You oh all will gosh. be blessed to hear this. Okay. Here we go. It is me in a room bare butt up in the air, laying face down on a table. No kidding. With my bare butt up in the air with three men in the room. (laughs) Now they were very nice. They were very nice, but like, this is only the second time ever seeing this doctor. And he's another one of those doctors. That's like, you know, 14 years old. Mm -hmm. And there's my 45 year old, but hanging out like, Hey, Good to see you. I don't know if you remember what my face looks like, but I don't think you'll forget this. Oh, Oh, by the way, there's that tattoo I got on my graduation day. Glad you're getting to see that. I found that. I mean, not that I've ever seen it, but what is it? I have a daisy. A daisy on your butt. I have a number of tattoos you can't see. And then I have the ones you can. Okay. A daisy on your butt though. It's not on my butt. It's on my lower back, but. Oh, gotcha. But you're not going to see it unless I show you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fun. So I'm sorry. yeah, I, I, That's but anyway, so I'm laying there. They, well, they fool you, right? Because you're on a table and it has one of those things, like, like when you go for a massage uh-huh. and you're laying face down Oh, and it has one of those head things that's yeah. open in the middle. So you think, okay, this isn't going to be, no, it's a lie. It was bad. So I'm literally, okay. I'm face down. I'm crying. So, so you, you started can crying before. Hear, happened, oh no. Or? While they're doing, well, oh. it was a x-ray guided injection. So oh, this takes right. a while. Okay. So they're putting it in, they're taking Ugh. pictures, they're moving it around. Like it just was miserable. So you can literally hear <laughs> my tears dropping hitting the floor. the floor. It was terrible. So, but he's saying to me, he's like, this is actually, I know you're in pain, but this is actually a really good thing, Selena, because it means that we're probably very much in the right spot. Mm. he's like so I'm so sorry that this hurts and not only that they shoot you up with numbing stuff beforehand oh but it was it's so deep I mean they're going into my SI joint there's no numbing that oh gosh that sucks yeah it was miserable so anyway so sorry that set off a flare in my upper body then so that was Uh, fun so my week just craptastic yeah yeah but all the craptastics out of the way Mm -hmm. and it is now the week before Christmas yes so that means I'm gonna have a great week awesome that's what I've decided how about you how was your week well, I had a follow-up appointment with my functional uh, uh, health doctor on Tuesday, I think it was. And I was like, listen, I am so annoyed that I am not further along and yeah. I'm still in so much pain. And she said to me, okay, first of all, she encouraged me, which was wonderful. She said, you're doing all the right things, blah, blah, blah. 
And then she told me that she really felt like acupuncture would help me. And many people have told me that over yeah. the years, but I've kind of been like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's just the fear of the unknown and plus all the things that are in my brain about like, whatever. And so I, um, I was like, you know what? I got to try it. So I called this acupuncturist on a, a local one in Carsonia Avenue in Exeter, I guess, Mount Penn. Yeah. yeah Mount Penn. And someone that I had been referred to me and he I called him and he was like, I'm so sorry, but I can't get you in until the new year. And I was like, ah. I said, well, and he said, what's going on? And I told him that I was just in a lot of pain and hoping to be able to use my right hand. Oh, what a thing. I mean, right. That's really asking for too much. I'm like at the point, Who can't open jars and can't like hold my Bella babies. And that yeah. was, it's very sad and, and hard. Cause I have to ask for help then. And y'all oh, know yeah. what that's like. Oh, you yeah. have to ask Not for a help. Oh, I'm a badass, and I don't like, I can do this. I can't use my right hand, but yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he was so wonderful. And he goes, what are you doing tomorrow morning at 10 AM? And he spit me in and I went and Selena, it helped me. And this was not like a psychological thing. I mean, who knows? Could have been, but I really thought like you have to go multiple times to see any, yeah, you know, whatever. And within an hour, I had range of motion in my wrist. I had not, I wasn't pain-free. Yeah. It made a huge difference. That is crazy. Yes. Yes. That is crazy. So I, and it was, he was wonderful. He was so nice. And like, I know you hate needles and so, but I do, it freaks me out, but I've, I've had a million people suggest it for me too. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, no, you let me go a couple more times and then you're going to have to try it. I know. Right. I'm serious. I was, I, in, in the last few days have been amazing of just like all over, not just my right hand, but like just feeling better. And so, yeah. So there was a little hope in that. And then we got together with friends. We did Friday, Friday night. night. So much fun. We had so oh, much fun. We ate really good food we and we played really games and we talked and just hung out and just, it was so good to be together. It, it was, was so fun. Jim had a blast and I love when Jim has a blast. Yeah. He doesn't he like to leave fun. the house. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So that was good. And then yesterday was my um, stepfather's 89th. We had a surprise birthday party for him yesterday for his 89th birthday. Is it why surprising an 89 year old man? Right. Well, and here's how it was. I showed up with the Bella babies and was like, so I just come spend the day with you. And he's like, and then his grandson showed up with his family. Excited to come spend the day with you. And then the next family. A big, it was a gradual surprise. I feel like that might not have been wise. He was so happy. Aww. It was really cool. That's it was so very, cool. very cool. His kids, grandkids, like, yeah. So it was, it was really sweet. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Nice. So nice. here we are in the throes of Christmas. We are in full Christmas swing. And today we're talking about Christmas traditions. We are. And I was thinking about it because I, I was, you know, trying to like rack my brain, like, okay, which ones do we do? Do I want to talk about? And in my brain, I started kind of breaking them up into past, present and aspirational. Yeah. (laughs) Aspirational future traditions. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. I I don't think I realized how many traditions and I'm using air quotes that we had until I had kids. Mm. And if we didn't do something, they'd be like, well, aren't we going to do this? Like okay. we do this every year. And I'm like, we do. Yeah. And it was just little things that yes. I wasn't even thinking of. But do you mean 
traditions from your childhood that that carried over I guess oh see that's interesting Maybe. I can't remember any Christmas traditions for my childhood really which no I had a really messed up childhood so no. the only tradition that I remembered and it was yesterday when my son Jordan and Karina who live in Vancouver took me on a tour of their apartment mm-hmm. to show me their Christmas a virtual tour a virtual <laughs> tour yes on on face time yeah we facetiming sorry i was gonna say on facebook Again, on the facebook on the facebook <laughs> we were facetiming and they took me on a virtual tour of their christmas decorations and they had this ball this really awesome ball of mistletoe mm-hmm. hanging in their living room and it all it hit me i was like oh my gosh that is the one tradition my grandmother always had mistletoe and then we always had mistletoe in our homes in the hall like in the entrance to the kitchen Okay. And you know, like if you're familiar with mistletoe, which most people are, you stop under the mistletoe and you kiss mm-hmm. and it's super sweet. And I always did that. And I can't remember when I stopped doing that. And now I want to go out and find some mistletoe and put it up in my house because how sad that my one Christmas tradition right? from my childhood, I'm not doing. I'll bet you can find some somewhere. I'm going to today. Yeah. I'm, I'm on a mission for I'll it. I'll bet you can. Yeah. So yeah, but so, okay, so you have memories from your, you have traditions from I your childhood. Do. So the biggest tradition that we had was our Christmas Eve. So our Christmas Eve, we always went to my great aunt Moan's house. So aunt mm-hmm. Moan, short for Naomi, aunt Moan was my grandfather's sister. Mm-hmm. She lived in downtown Reading up near the old St. Joe's up on near Hillside. And she had this tiny little row house. And back when they were all younger and raising their kids, um, they all lived within a couple blocks of each other. Wow. So the whole family. And so they would always be at each other's houses and things like that. And they would have a Christmas party every Christmas Eve. Well, this Christmas party, they started doing it in 1878. What? Oh, I'm not making this up. 1878. Because when I was born in 1977, I was born in November 1977, the newspaper came, the Reading Eagle came and took pictures and did a whole article because it was our hundredth, hundredth one consecutively. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. So every Christmas Eve, the whole, that whole, it's my dad's side of the family, my dad's whole side of the family, we would gather uh, in this tiny little row home and pack ourselves in there and Santa and Mrs. Claus come and they hand out presents and everybody brings food and it's, it's a whole thing. And so it had only been in three homes in 135 years. It had only been in three different locations and and it might've even only been two, to be honest with you. Um, But once Aunt Moan got to a certain age, we took over. So we started hosting it. Um, And so we were hosting, I want to say we've hosted for the last... 18 years, something like that. Oh, it was a long so time. Cool. Yeah. So now we didn't do it in 2020. Yeah. Obviously. Right. And what was so interesting was, as I've been thinking about it, is that was probably my favorite and 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 most prominent holiday tradition that we always had. Hmm. Right. It was my favorite. It was something we did every year. We could look forward to it, seeing all these family members. I like my dad's side of the family. So that was always fun. <laughs> But over the years, and as the older generations started passing away, mm-hmm. we noticed like there was less and less commitment to it, less mm-hmm. and less people coming, Such a bummer. people bringing less food and yeah. things. And then I have to send emails saying, please don't show up with a bag of chips. There's like 50 people here, oh my goodness. you know, and, and I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. But 
I think this is where the conversation about traditions can get interesting because sometimes traditions run their course. Mm. And that's how I feel about at least how that party has yeah. been done for all that time. So we didn't host in 2020 and we didn't host last year. I wasn't comfortable doing it with the amount of elderly and infants yeah. that would have been there. It just didn't, if you want to do that in your home, knock yourself out, but mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do that in mine. Yep. And that, you know, receives mixed reviews and that's okay. Yeah. But that was the decision I had to make. And now our Christmas Eve's look different the last two years hmm. and, but it hasn't been a bad thing. Yeah. So I think it's evolving. I don't know. Have you had any traditions evolve? <laughs> I don't know. Cause I really only, as you said, I only have traditions now because my kids yeah. were like, well, we've always done that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then I guess we need to continue to do that. Um, so no, I can't think of, and maybe as we go through some of the things, cause we're going to be talking about specific Christmas traditions. Well, that, tell me some of yours. Um, well, one of the things, um, one of my favorite things, I think, and my kids' favorite things is we learned about the tradition of hiding the pickle. Oh yeah. Um, in the, in the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. we actually hide a pickle over the years, it's grown. So Murdahl's Christmas barn, mm-hmm. um, not too far from here, uh, has these really amazing glass ornaments. Yeah. And so we have, and I've gotten gifts, I think a couple, maybe even a couple of them are gifts. So the pickle an eggplant and Brussels sprout. Seriously? Yeah. So the pickle gift, whoever finds the pickle gets a big gift and that changes every year. Like one time it was, um, it was the gaming system. Oh gosh. Right? It's not all that. That's because yeah like we knew that it would be a family gift you know yeah, the whole yeah. family would use um and then the um eggplant is normally like a I don't know fifty dollar gift okay and then the Brussels sprout is like a twenty five dollar gift okay so maybe it's usually like twenty five dollar Starbucks gift card or something like that um so yeah and it's just fun and we don't just hide them in the tree like we hide them they can be anywhere in the house oh get out yeah Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's not just our kids now. It's like their significant others, the grandkids, mm-hmm. like everybody's looking for the pickle, the eggplant and the Brussels sprout. And so that, that is, is funny. So fun. Yes. That's awesome. And then we have the standard. I think you do the same thing. I've been making monkey bread every Christmas oh, yeah. morning yep. forever. Yep. Um, I usually, I just said to you, I, and we make it in advance. Like I'd love to be able to make it the day before. I know. And I'm like, no. Because I'm, I'm going to need to make a double batch this year because everybody, so my mother and my stepfather and my sister, Carrie, and her, and her, my nephew, Bryce, are coming on Christmas Eve and spending the night. So there's going to be a lot more people in our house. So I went yeah. to Trader Joe's and I got the chocolate croissants and the almond croissants and the cheese ones. And then, so I'm going to proof them overnight and then bake all of it in the morning. Anyway, so monkey bread is a huge tradition mm-hmm. for us. For I can't not make monkey bread. Yeah, like, same. And monkey bread is the best. Oh, it's so good. By the way, what kind of biscuits do you use in your monkey bread? Okay, listen. Here we go. This is, this is, it's a problem. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because Pillsbury makes the little four pack of their buttermilk biscuits. They're little buttermilk biscuits. Like I'm holding my finger. Really? Up. Like they're this big. I'm not kidding you. Okay. They're this big and they're just plain buttermilk. They're not their grams, nothing. They're little buttermilk biscuits. And you used to be able to get them in a four pack Pillsbury made them. And then you cut them into quarters and oh. they're little round ones. Okay. Now 
You can't find those to save your life I, in I the month of December. Seeing them. Well, because everybody makes monkey bread apparently at Christmas. Right. And as soon as you hit December, you can't get them. Mm-hmm. They're gone. So what ends up happening is we end up two weeks before Christmas <laughs> hitting every store trying to find these. And then we end up with this generic brand, the store version. Oh. And they're not as tasty, but it's fine. I'm going to cover them in enough butter and sugar. It'll be all right. But that's what I use. So it's like a tiny little can of the rolls oh. and it's their buttermilk biscuits. But yeah, that's what it's always called for when I've made it. Okay. Because I've always used the big, the grands. Oh, really? Yeah. Grands I've never biscuits. used them. But I, every year I say to myself, is it the, what are they called? Like the old fashioned kind of classic buttermilk ones, or is it the flaky? And I think I prefer the flaky. Really? Yes. Cause then it's kind of like, I don't know. It's all, it's like croissant ish. Okay. Flaky layers, a buttery gooiness. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I'm, I think I've just answered my own question. I'm going to do flaky this year, but yeah. Love to hear. Let us know. Yeah. How do you make your how monkey you bread? Make, what kind we want to know. What kind of stuff do you use? We want to know. So you mentioned Murdo's Christmas barn. Yeah. So we always went there when I was a kid. Um, every year we would go either on a Saturday or Sunday and walk around and maybe we'd get an ornament. Maybe we wouldn't. But one of our traditions that we started when we had kids was every year we take the kids to Christmas village and we're doing this tonight. Mm-hmm. So, um, we go to Christmas village, which is lovely. We never went to Christmas village when I was a kid, uh-huh. like ever. Yeah. I knew it was there and we had driven past it a couple of times, but my parents were always like, no, nah, it's not worth it going in. Yeah. Yes, it is. You bunch of liars. Wait, and totally for those is. who don't live in the area and don't know what Christmas village yeah. is, why don't you explain? Cozar's Christmas village. It is like this. <laughs> it's in what? It's Bethel? in Burnville. Burnville. That's it. It's in Burnville. Um, it is this big, I don't know how to explain it. Like this massive walkthrough Christmas display with every character light I mean uh, trains like all of it yeah it is cheesy goodness yes it's old-fashioned old-fashioned cheesy Christmas it's like a taste of Disney but like old world Disney or with with like a with like a sprinkling of copyright infringement. Everywhere. Yes. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Everywhere. You've okay. got peanuts, a heavy characters. sprinkling of copyright heavy, infringement. Yes. Heavy, it's heavy, fine. Heavy. Nobody get mad about it. But when you come up, you got to go over this hill. Yes. To come well, and that's what's so amazing. Christmas village. It's beautiful. It is incredible. And what's so cool is, so my son's girlfriend is here. She came yesterday. She's mm-hmm. going to be spending the whole week with us through Christmas. So fun. So she'll be with us for 10 days. So she's never heard of this place, never been there. And the coolest part is when you come over that hill and you see those lights. And I think also my daughter's best friend, Ella, is going to come with us. She's the one that went to Disney with us over the summer. She had never been to Disney before. So we got to like introduce her to that. Yeah. And I don't think she's ever been to Christmas Village either. So we're going to have two people when we come over that hill. I mean, it's just incredible to see. So anyway, we always go to Christmas Village and then we go to the Christmas barn afterwards because they're not far from each other. Yep. So we will be doing that tonight, but that is something, that's a tradition we have done every year since our kids were babies. You know how, oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No. And we have them buy an ornament every year. Yeah. I was going to say, you know how you asked the question, are there any um, traditions that have evolved, run their course or whatever? Oh yeah. That's one of them. So every year from the time our kids were tiny, we would go to a Christmas tree farm, cut our own, pick our own Christmas tree, cut our own Christmas tree down, put it on the roof of the car, go to Myrtle's pick and then everyone would go and get a Christmas ornament and that and hot chocolate and yep. all that stuff and 
And we would go home, put up the Christmas tree. And yes, so I think it was, and I don't know, 10, maybe 10 years ago yeah. where I was like, I'm done with this. I'm getting, and I got the, um, yeah, the fake Christmas tree that looks real from Balsam Hill. It's beautiful. And pre-lit all that. I was just like, I'm done. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that is, there you go. It's a tradition. That I was like, oh, it was so hard to let go of, but it was time. Sometimes things need to evolve Yes, because sometimes you have to look at this and go, okay, wait, why are we doing this? Yeah. And am I still enjoying it? And does this still serve me and my family? Yeah. Because if the answer is no to any of them, the holidays are hard enough. Get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. Just get rid of it. Yeah. Now, I, speaking of running its course, let me tell you what's run its course. Same. Getting a real Christmas tree has run its course. Mm. So our kids like are adamant about not having a fake tree. Mm-hmm. I don't know why so they have I. strong feelings about it. it. <laughs> well, they're going to have to, because let me tell you something. We got a real tree this year at the same place we've been getting them since we moved here. And holy crap. Yeah. We could have bought a fake tree. Well, for what it costs. Well, true. You could have. We not tr- a Boston Hill. But. No, not a Boston <laughs> Hill. You're right. But we totally could have yeah. for what we paid it, for that tree. Boston I could not believe pay it. for themselves over time, especially now at the price of trees. When I saw trees were like $125, $150, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so good about spending yeah. investing oh, in, yeah. in the Boston Hill tree years ago. And they're like guaranteed for forever. It's yeah. like really, yeah. Yeah. No, Frank and I have already discussed it. We will be doing this next nice. year because seriously, I'm not spending $130 on a tree again. Yeah. That was crazy. It's not even that big. Yeah. It's not like I it's have this massive tree. No. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's not 20 feet tall. No, it's like a seven foot tall tree. Right. Yeah. All right. How about Christmas pajamas? Do you get new Christmas matching Christmas okay. pajamas every year or let just me, new pajamas? Let me tell you how I feel about this. Okay. So my mom would always get us Christmas pajamas that we could open on Christmas Eve. Now, mm-hmm. I love that. What I hated was I just got Christmas pajamas on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas is over and now I have Christmas pajamas. Well, I wanted to wear them leading up to Christmas. Oh, I want to wear them for the Christmas season. Okay. But you can right? wear last year's up to the Christmas season. Let's not be but ridiculous. Okay. Let's not be ridiculous. I was a kid. We were growing. Fine. I probably didn't fit anymore. So what I did, I've always wanted to get Christmas pajamas ahead of time, make it a whole thing. And last year was the first year I did it. I was oh. like, oh, you all are getting Christmas pajamas you're going to like it. Shut up. And so I went through and ordered specific like shirts on Etsy and matching pajama pants and all this fun stuff. And I gave it to everybody on Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. And nobody wore them. Oh, I was the only one. See, They're last not into year, it. you know, we talked, I think it was the last episode we talked about your credit card points. Yes. So we have a Disney credit card. And last year I had enough points on my Disney credit card to buy everyone. So kids, significant others, grandkids, like yeah. all of them, Disney pajamas. And then we wore them on Christmas day. Oh, cute. We, everybody showed up in their Christmas pajamas, That's Disney adorable. Christmas pajamas. And I think it's going to be a repeat this year. Yeah. Matter of fact, this past week, we did a bagel bar, our staff Christmas party at our house and everybody wore pajamas. It was yeah. so fun. That's cute. So, so fun. So anyway, yeah, that's been a, that's a fun tradition started that last year where you wear your pajamas on Christmas day. And I think that that will, I love that you on for sure. Do you have any cheesy, um, (laughs) you, I asked my kids, what were your, what what are some of your favorite Christmas traditions? Yeah. And they all said the same thing. What? And it was the cheesiest thing that we do. What? And they make fun of me for it every year. Well, wait, do you have, no, I don't know. You're going to jog my memory. So go ahead. Okay. So when my kids were really, really little, I started this tradition. 
and I still do it. So Christmas morning, they wake up and they knew they could come up to our room. They could peek downstairs, but they couldn't go downstairs. Okay. They come out to our room, wake us up, go back to their room. We go down to their bedroom. We read the Christmas story. Mm -hmm. Then we, we, then I go downstairs, we go downstairs, we turn, they stay upstairs, we turn on all, we turn Christmas lights, we do all the things. Um, I start the monkey bread. They're still hanging out in their room. Oh gosh, seriously? Yeah, I think so. Something like this. You're torturing them? Wait, but then we come downstairs and then we go to the nativity. So someone told me this a long time ago, hide baby Jesus <clears throat> until Christmas morning. So you have a nativity out no baby Jesus in the manger. So it's like a baby Jesus Easter egg hunt? Kind of. <laughs> so <laughs> now we don't, it's not like hide. It's not like find, find baby, baby Jesus, Jesus no, and no, no. the Brussels sprouts. We just hide. We put baby <laughs> Jesus away until Christmas morning. And then here's the cheesy part. All the kids come down and I get out the baby Jesus. And every year it's somebody else, somebody's turn to put baby Jesus in the manger. Okay. So everybody takes turns putting baby Jesus in the manger, but only after we sing happy birthday to Jesus. Shut your face right now. I'm telling you right now, we still do it. My kids prepare, like last year, I think was Kate's first, yeah, it was Kate's first Christmas with us. And Jimmy was like, just need you to know, oh, this my is going to go down. My mom is going to make us sing happy birthday to Jesus. And that she was like, funny. okay. And Kate's like, whatever. She loves a party. So, you know, but fine. Um, but yeah. And they, then they secretly told me they've all done that. Like prepared Jason told Liz, oh, my word. Yeah, That's Jordan funny. told Karina. Um, but yeah. And so interesting though, as cheesy as it is, if we'd stop doing it, they would be like devastated. Like what the heck? Yeah. Like something just is off. Yeah. So that's something that was really sweet and cute when they were tiny. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not letting go of this. That's funny. And now the Bella babies do it. Like we wait until everybody's there and we do it. Yeah. And I also used to bake, bake a birthday cake for Jesus. Why does that not surprise me? I don't know. And they were awesome. Oh, cakes. I believe that. Like really yeah. nice birthday cakes. These weren't just like, well, it's know, for Jesus. It better whatever, be right. I mean, Jesus you better not the best. slap together a box mix for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So you have nothing corny like that. I don't think so. Whatever. I mean, I'm thinking I about it. But kids. I know. Right. You probably should have. No, I don't think that we do. Hmm. When I was a kid on Thanksgiving, we would have Thanksgiving dinner at my grandma's house on my dad's side. And then after dinner, we would always watch the Grinch, the cartoon and Frosty, the snowman. And if we had time, we'd watch Mickey's Christmas Carol. And that was kind of like ushering in the mm -hmm. Christmas season. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting. I heard somebody talking recently about you know, living with the different seasons in life and yada, blah, blah. And they talk about having opening and closing ceremonies. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like things that mark the beginning and the end of a particular season. Hmm. And as I thought about it, I thought, yeah, you know what? It was Thanksgiving dinner. And after Thanksgiving dinner, okay, it's Christmas. We're watching the Grinch now. And that was oh, kind of yeah. like the opening ceremonies. Yeah. yeah. I never thought of it that way before until I heard that recently, but I liked that. Did you say that are you the one that told me this, that you, no, I don't think it was you on Christmas. You know, Jen Hatmaker talked about on Christmas, giving everyone a cheesy advent calendar. No, sorry. On Thanksgiving, giving them a cheesy oh, I don't remember that. advent calendar. I just thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, you know, just 
cheap chocolate kind of advent calendar yeah. kind of thing. But that was like a tradition on Thanksgiving to, again, it was like that here's yeah. the start of Christmas. Okay. Now we do an advent calendar. Okay. Do you do an advent calendar? I used to, okay. I, used to I have a really cute one. And I, let me just say this. No, I, somebody gave me, I think my father-in-law gave me a really cool wooden advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I ever implemented it. I just would put it out, put it out. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah. So, well, so we had a wooden advent calendar when the kids were younger and it was really ugly. Mm. Like, I think my mom gave it to me because it was ugly and she didn't want it anymore. And I just took it. And so we had this, I mean, really ugly and we would put it out every year and I would put in, I always put in the, um, the mint truffle Hershey kisses that come out at Christmas. They're so stinking good. I don't think I've ever had those. But yeah, so in each little door, I would put a Hershey kiss, two Hershey kisses in, one for Alex and one for Cassie. And every day they would go and get it and blah, blah. Well, I hated this calendar because it's just ugly. And I'm like, guys, I'm going to replace it. And they're like, you replace it. And we're never coming home again. Like they, I'm like, listen, you are not going to win this battle because this thing is ugly. It's got to go. Well, I found an advent calendar at Kitchen Kettle Village at their Christmas store. Oh, is that? I love it. My advent calendar is incredible. It It plays a different song with every door you open. Mm. It plays a song. I mean, it's incredible. So sweet. And so we replaced it a couple of years ago with that. Frank got me that. And the kids were like, ugh, what is this? Like, listen. You're not winning this battle. Yep. So we still do the advent calendar. I still always put in the mint truffle Hershey oh. kisses. And if I miss a day, the kids are like, what the heck? And they don't even eat them half the time, but they have to be there. So yeah. it's a whole thing. I love that. Yeah. We were talking about some traditions. I, I was talking to you the other night at our little party about how fun stockings are. Yes. We had us. a whole conversation about that. Yeah. And we made me just think of this because when you talked about the advent calendar, it's something that I'm like, I want to do that. And every year I'm like, man, I wish I had done that. And I'm thinking, you know what? I need to get a good advent calendar or bring that one out and, mm-hmm. and start using it. Maybe that's even better since my father-in-law gave it to me. Um, but, and when I shared with you some things about stockings and how exciting stockings are in our family, it's almost, stockings are almost as exciting as the rest of the presents. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and you said that that's something you've never done. We don't and do that. And I them. was like, I know. Well, so here's the thing. When I was a kid, we always did stockings. Mm -hmm. We always had them. And usually they would have like some candy in there, but like makeup, toiletries, Mm -hmm. all that fun stuff, like all the extra stuff that you wouldn't normally get for that. And I loved it. I mean, I loved getting my stocking every year. That was just as fun as everything else. Yeah. But when my kids were little and I was trying to get, you know, all their gifts and then their stockings. And it was just like, this is, this is too much. And it's stressing me out. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And so I stopped. So kind of like what I said, like a couple of weeks ago, what's the thing that, that is just stressing you out the most. Yeah. Get rid of it. You did it. And so I did. And so we don't do stockings because it's just, it's the thing I decided we're not going to do because you can't do everything. Right. You just can't. Right. You can make yourself crazy trying, but it's not realistic. And so we don't do them. I love them. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, that's one I cross off my list. And I said to you too, no judgment. Like, okay, so if you continue to not do stockings, fine. Totally great. That makes total sense. But there was a part of you that seemed like, oh, I did love that. I, I did. Wish. And I was like, it's no, you can start. Like, yeah. because then it's something now our grandkids 
like get so excited because we do stockings for them too. Yeah. And the nice thing is I take care of almost all of the Christmas shopping. Mm -hmm. Jim does the stockings. Oh, and that's why it works. Yes. And that's, (laughs) and he like gets all into it. Yeah. He like fills those stockings. Yeah. He was telling us everybody's favorite candies. They all get their favorite and then just different things. And then he also puts lottery tickets. Yep. And that's like, that's like a fun tradition, mm-hmm. getting your stockings, looking at all the things, eating some candy as you're scratching off your lottery tickets. And so, um, and yeah, funny story last year, got everybody <laughs> lottery tickets. Like he always does got an extra one. Yeah. He won a thousand dollars. That is too funny. <laughs> that's amazing. And I mean, everybody else, like it was, you know, a couple of people won like 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. But, but he, he won a thousand dollars. So it more than paid for the the lottery tickets. But so that's a fun tradition. My yeah. dad always did that. My dad, not with stockings, but my dad always put a $25. What's that called? Like I think on new year's Eve, there's like a Powerball, mega ball. Oh, I really? Something. It's like a $25 lottery. Thing oh, I have no ticket. idea. I think it's a nationwide thing. I don't even know. That was always a tradition that my dad did. The other thing that is so fun is my dad always from, we didn't have a lot growing up mm-hmm. except for a certain period of years when it was drug money. Um, but oh, that. <laughs> then we had a lot, but um, when I moved after my stepfather went to prison, we moved back to Pennsylvania and the drug money was no more. That's a bummer. Um, yeah, it was. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, my dad always, even though he didn't have much, we didn't have much always bought me a box of Godiva chocolates mm. and it, he would call me his princess. And that was like the princess got Godiva chocolates. And it seemed oh, to me I as see. a kid, as a teenager, like, <gasps> like these chocolates are hundreds of dollars you know? <laughs> and they're like, this is sorted. They've got the names of like what they are. And it just made me feel so special. Aww. So cool. My godmother, who was my dad's life partner. Um, she bought me Godiva chocolates Aww. the last couple of years. That's so sweet. She kept the tradition tradition going but it's interesting right like how a small box of chocolates yeah can sometimes we think it's the really really big things it's the really really big gifts but it's yeah sometimes it's, it's the smallest things. it is it is the small things because that's the stuff like that's the stuff my kids think about all the mm-hmm. time are the small things like mm-hmm. hey are we gonna do a game night before christmas where mm-hmm. we sit around and play games you know one evening yeah i yeah. mean i don't think anything of it but yeah. it means a lot to them like are we gonna bake cookies well, yeah. Like, so it's just, it's, it's interesting as your kids get older to see what of those little things that we do, but didn't put a whole lot of thought into that means a whole lot to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very true. And I think something too, that can be really meaningful because when I opened that box of chocolate, got the Godiva chocolates from my godmother, that was a very meaningful gift. No, I'm sure. Like I cried. It was so meaningful to me. And so just a tip, like ask your family members, people that you really love. If you're trying to find a really thoughtful gift, ask them about their Christmas traditions. Mm. Like, what do you remember your mom doing or your dad doing, especially if they're no longer, if they're no longer here in particular or grandparents, and then continue, get them that gift to continue that tradition. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I I think that that that's a winner. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I believe it. Now here's things that I don't think are traditions, but are probably maybe can fall into that category. And I'm curious if you do this too, but Mm -hmm. right after Thanksgiving, like 
if I'm doing work around the house or things like that, I have Christmas music on hmm. all the time. Um, I'm, if I'm burning a candle, it's some kind of Christmas scent. So like right now we have one that smells like a Christmas tree. Why? I don't know, because our Christmas tree should smell like a Christmas tree well, because it it's but it that really much doesn't money. smell that much. So I'm kind of disappointed, but yeah. anyway, so like we always have Christmas music on, we are always burning Christmas candles. Um, it, it's just like little things like that is always happening around the house. Do you do that around this time of year? Um, I can't say that I do. I really like quiet. Yeah. So I'll play Christmas music when I'm in the car sometimes. Um, what I have found is recently my friend, Christine Henson, shout out to Christine. She's amazing. Um, she shares all kinds of fun, festive things with us. Um, there is a YouTube channel that I thought I had it in here, but a YouTube channel that is um, so cool because it's like the a beautiful picture of, I think like a yeah, cafe. Yeah, you had it on the other day yes. when I was over. It was lovely. Cafe in London or something like that. And then it's the crackling sounds. There's snow fire. falling in the picture, yep. the crackling sound of the fire. And then it's like um, Christmas music, like jazz-ish Christmas music. I love. And so here's what it's called. Peaceful instrumental Christmas jazz music. A cozy Christmas ambiance with relaxed, soft fireplace sounds. Oh, well, that's that, a lot. that title, that that's flows right off the tongue. I yeah. should share this. But anyway, <laughs> um, but it's beautiful. So we have big screen TVs. We have that up on the, the TV. It's a beautiful picture, beautiful sounds. It's filling the house. I love that. And I also love my citrus spruce candle because oh, my greatest Oh, listen, cake. I love that, but that's I don't have one this year. So good. Because so I have good. not been to train to get another one. Oh, I know that's well, the problem. You could go to the bagel bar because we have them there. Do you? Yes. She paints co made us really cute. Oh, maybe I'll have to do that Citrus because I love candles. that scent, but it yeah, just has not lovely. been the same. It's not like obnoxious, overpowering Christmas, like what? Yeah. Smell. And I love citrus. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. Anyway. So yes. Yeah. So another tradition we have, we, each kid gets, well, each person actually gets their own wrapping paper. Yes. So that, that I'm not having to like figure out who's is who and neither yeah. are they. Everybody has their own wrapping paper. I usually pick it out. We did a couple of years where I let the kids pick it, but I usually pick it out and then they got to figure out which one is theirs, yeah. which doesn't take long, obviously. Yeah. But that's something that they really love. Like Alex will ask me about that all the time. Are we picking our own wrapping paper this year? I or are you that. doing it? Like that, that small little thing, but yes. he asked me about it. Like, are we, are you doing that? <laughs> Yes, Jimmy. We're doing that. Wrapping paper was always something Spider Man because he to this day loves Spider Man. Jordan's was always Batman, and Jason's was always a Christmas story. Speaking of that, do you play Christmas Story all day long? Oh yes, on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on what TNT or TBS? One of those. I don't even know. Twenty four hours on, of Christmas Story, yep. and we just have it on the whole time. That's a tradition. That yeah, absolutely. Same. I love that. Me too. I love that Me too. Okay. The other thing we do is we do brunch Christmas morning mm -hmm. with my dad and my stepmom and her daughter and her husband. Nice. Um, they always come over and we do a big brunch and, and that's nice. But I will tell you our Christmas Eve, I think we have a new tradition now. So, and then I want to hear if you have any new ones, but last year we decided since we weren't doing the big party, we were going to make like this massive seafood dinner. Now, somebody said, oh, is it like the seven fishes? Which, first of all, I didn't know was a thing. Oh, really? So Italian. clearly, no, yes. it's not. It's yeah. a big deal. I know. My, my last night might be Ivoroni, but there's like nothing Italian oh, about me. Okay. 
Um, so I have no idea, but it was coincidence. But we made last year, we ordered a whole bunch of seafood from Adelphia, picked it up Christmas Eve. We had, we started with shrimp cocktail. It was amazing. And then we made shrimp scampi. We made a whole side of salmon and Frank made like this teriyaki glaze to go on it. That was incredible. We made smashed potatoes. Like it was so stinking good. Nice. And then I ordered for dessert a pretzel pie from the peanut bar. Oh, that's right. I remember you said their that. pretzel pie. Listen, if you've never had the peanut bar's oh, pretzel pie, you want to make that happen. It's so good. It is so good. And I'll tell you what, that meal, we're still talking about it a year later. Wow. So this is a new tradition because now everybody who was there last year is like, okay, we're doing that again. Right. <laughs> so we are, we are doing that again. And we have a new Christmas Eve tradition and we really loved it. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I love variety, right? Being mm-hmm. a seven on the Enneagram. Um, I'm surprised you have any traditions. I know, right? It's very true. <laughs> like I said, if it wasn't for my kids, I probably yeah. wouldn't. Like I, well, that's not true. Probably wouldn't have as many because there are, I am a little, I am sentimental. Um, So we've, we do different things every Christmas Eve. Um, I think one of my favorite things is going to the hibachi, which I don't even really care. I don't really like the hibachi. I just like all being together, sitting around yeah. a big, huge table, someone else making the food, doing that. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, yeah. And on Christmas day, we don't do a traditional Christmas dinner ever. Um, I shouldn't say ever. I can't remember the last time I made turkey on Christmas day. That's I don't want turkey on Christmas. Right. Yeah. I just had it. Yeah. So um, we, my dad and I always used to make, almost always would make a prime rib mm-hmm. um, and, or a side of salmon. My dad, the, his salmon recipe is absolutely the best. This year I decided to do a, an Italian Christmas dinner. Okay. And everybody's bringing something. So my mom's making a big, huge pot of sauce and meatballs and pork. Nice. My sister's making a big tray of lasagna we'll make a big, huge salad. We'll get, my mom's bringing really good Italian rolls. Like, so, and I'll probably make a side of salmon for, um, you know, something healthy and that I can eat too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's not, how about Christmas dinner for you? You said yeah, you brunch. So my mom makes Christmas dinner then, mm. which all the years of hosting the party mm-hmm. was so good because yeah. like I'm hosting the party the night before I'm turning right around and doing brunch the next right. morning. Like I don't, I'm done. I don't want to do anything else. So yeah. she does Christmas dinner, which is lovely. So we usually go over there later in the afternoon, like two or three o'clock, we open presents, but she makes a beef tenderloin every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. It's my favorite. She makes a beef tenderloin. She makes these incredible um, au gratin potatoes from scratch. Like it's just, yeah, nice. it's really, really good. So I always look forward to that and I don't have to make a thing. And that, uh, that I really look forward yes. to. Yes. That's lovely. Me too. I, I'm looking forward to that. This, I think I'm going to order some for Christmas brunch. Like I said, I'm going to do the monkey bread and then some of the pastries from Trader Joe's. And that's simple, right? Like just take them out to frost them over. Oh yeah. We are doing that too. Put them in the oven. Yep. Then I'm going to get some quiches. There's a, a local place here that delivers. I got to hope I'm not too late. I've got to order the, some um, quiche and then, yeah. And that'll be, and then my mom was going to bring the pot of meatballs and stuff on that's Christmas lovely. Eve. So we'll just have that on slow, that smell throughout the house all day. Um, yeah. So I feel like it's going to be, again, I've always driven myself crazy to make everything perfect and do all of the things. And then there's this mess of cleanup and all mm-hmm. that. And this year I'm just like, I want, I'm really being intentional, less stress, 
Yeah. More memories. And so what can I do to be able to savor the moments and be with yeah. my family? Yeah. So as much as I can prep ahead, hence the, can I make monkey bread the day before? I know. <laughs> if somebody has done this and it's worked, please tell me now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking nice. forward to it. I think it's going to be good. And yeah. then typically the day after Christmas is total chill day. How oh my gosh. You? Well, especially when I worked at the church. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even get dressed. Yeah. Pajamas the whole All day. day. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, cause it just exhausted. Yeah. Absolutely exhausted. But yeah, we don't usually do a whole lot. Now, like this week leading up to Christmas is probably my favorite of the whole season because mm. that's when we end up doing the most things. So like tonight we'll go to Christmas Village and we'll go to Murdo's and that'll be fun. And then um, Tuesday night is my daughter's Christmas concert. I'm going to miss Christmas concerts so much Oh, really? next year. Yes. I love the Christmas concerts. So we'll go out to dinner Tuesday night before her concert. And then the whole family is at the concert. And that's always such a good time. That's nice. Yeah. And then I have a feeling my mom and my brother will probably come over afterwards because we usually end up doing that. But, and then um, we'll do a game night one night and then it's Christmas Eve. So like we have just all these fun little things. Oh, I know what else. The 23rd everybody's off. So Cassie doesn't have school. Frank doesn't work. Mm. Alex and Caitlin will still be here. Um, and so one of the traditions we started a handful of years ago was Frank and I were tired of getting crappy gifts. So, so we gave the kids money. Well, no, it's not getting crappy gifts. We had nothing to mm. open Christmas day. Cause we wouldn't get like, we just, if we want something, we get it. Mm -hmm. And then we have nothing to open Christmas day. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we decided we wanted things to open. So we gave the kids money and said, okay, get us something. So like the first couple of years we did it, we set them loose in Target and said, we'll meet you at the front door when you're done at the checkout, but get us something. And they went all out. Like they picked stuff out for us. They got us our own wrapping paper. Like they did the whole thing. Oh my goodness. And so it's kind of evolved because we realized, oh, they, they actually pick out decent stuff for us so we've like doubled the budget over the years oh my gosh that's so funny (laughs) so I think last year we instead of just going to Target we went to Park City Mall and we're like here's your money set them loose go buy us some stuff so and they love that they love it they 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 look forward to that they ask about it all the time so Friday when everybody's off that's what we're gonna do Mm. on Friday during the day but yeah so this whole week leading up to Christmas has different stuff you know, almost every day, but not overwhelming. And yeah. that's, that's the balance I try to strike. I want to feel like I did all the things without feeling overwhelmed. And that is a difficult mm-hmm. thing to pull off. You know, the thing that, as you were talking about that, like what's stressing me out right now, but that I wish I could ditch hmm. wrapping presents. Oh, right. I know. I used to Sherry Reese has a gift wrapping Christmas party every year. Yep. And I would go there and take a bunch of my presents and she had, this is such a fun thing. She had all of the fixins, so many different types of yeah. ribbons, so many different like little tchotchke ornaments type things and greens and things like that. And then she had like display, uh, a display of how you can wrap presents oh in my the goodness. most beautiful way. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. And so it was inspirational. It was fun. We had white chicken chili and we had desserts and we had the drinks and just like, it was so fun and was such a great thing to like get into the the Christmas mood. And 
I, over the years stopped going because I was so busy with other things and wasn't able to go. And, and now I'm been See, uninvited. Okay. Now you're saying that. I mean, I'm oh, sure I can show up. I'm saying like, I think they got to the point yeah. where they were just like, well, you stopped never, taking the hint. Yeah. She never shows up. <laughs> But I he would love that. to do something like that. That would be fun. But, so for years, I hosted a cookie party the Sunday after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was serious. Like it wasn't a cookie exchange. It was, we are making cookies all day. Don't come with your dough because we're making it here. And so I would usually have anywhere from five to 10 friends over mm-hmm. and we would make cookies all day yeah. long. We would have chili in the crock pot. If you wanted real food. And I usually make some kind of punch that, you know, people could serve themselves throughout the day and we would knock out, I mean, hundreds of cookies. Yeah. I remember it usually, it would go from about noon till about 8 PM. Mm-hmm. We would be in here cooking and they are baking cookies and they would help clean up. And it was just, yeah, I did it for so many years. And then when we moved here, our kitchen before we gutted it was so small and like not conducive mm-hmm. to that, that it just, I just wasn't going to be able to pull it off. And then I just never got to do it again. Cause I just got busy. I hate that. I know, but now you're saying the wrapping party and I feel like I could do that. Yeah. Well, so maybe that's I a new miss- tradition we want to try and start next year. We used to have at the grapes, we did a Christmas baking, a Christmas cookie baking day. Yeah. Um, every year and autumn would come and Jeanette Keeler. And it was just like this thing and same thing. We would show up at like 11 and we would like, I would usually bring something for dinner for yeah. lunch and for dinner. And we would just hang out and do Steve actually put in a second oven just wow. for us to be able to make cookies. Yeah. So I miss that so much. Yeah, yeah. Those are fun because you're together with people, you're doing something Yes, and yeah, it's all day long, but it's fun all day long. Exactly. And then you walk away with, oh my gosh, a ton of cookies. Yeah. I think we so need good. to pick one of these things or both of these I things do and start a new tradition yeah, next I do year. Too. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing with traditions. I think that I love that. Like just because it's not been a tradition doesn't mean it can't be right. a tradition. And so this is just as I've been thinking about this and even talking to other people, um, I asked my granddaughter, um, Autumn, I said, what were some of your favorite Christmas traditions? She talked about monkey bread and a couple of other things, jokingly singing happy birthday to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then um, I said, what's one that you wish we did? And she said, the Yule log like make one yeah and oh. I've, I've actually done that many I have times. never made so, one. Oh, it's so fun to make it's so fun to make yeah and that yeah so I was like oh now it's I'm like okay okay I can do that yeah okay they're fun yeah I guess I should ask the kids what's a tradition you wish yeah. we did and see that's a fun question right yeah to ask the kids like I've always asked my kids growing when they were growing up like how can I be a better mom right? Like on occasion, we'd be driving in the car. How can I be a better mom? But like the simple question, right? Is like, what traditions do you wish? What do your friends do? What what have you heard? What have you seen on a movie? What do you you wish we did? And then start doing it. Yeah. If you can, if you want to. If you can. Yeah. And I think too, like take advantage of what's around you locally, right? Like we have the Christmas barn, we have Christmas village, you know, we have Grings Mill, um, Christmas on the mountain, which we went to decades ago when mm-hmm. it first started, but we haven't been back since, but I, I would love to take a drive up there and see. I don't even know what you're talking it's about. It's in town. It's in the city. Center Park? Uh, no. City Park, near City Park? Up near the Pagoda? It's, it, kind of. It's oh. where Hillside Pool used to be. Oh. Yeah. It's it's up there. It's up. Yeah. You know what else we have around here that we started last year and we're going to do again? What? The day after Christmas, which I said, normally we do nothing, but Jordan was here. 
We went to Bethlehem. Listen, Bethlehem, we were in Bethlehem last weekend. Yeah, you dinner, had dinner in Hotel Bethlehem, right? Hotel Bethlehem the whole evening. It was gorgeous. It is a beautiful, beautiful oh my place. word! And they have little vendors, crafters oh, yeah. out and stuff all well, over and the all streets. Their, carriage rides. Their stores are beautiful. They had little bagged um, lanterns lining every street. It was gorgeous. It, we were just there. You want to get in the Christmas? Oh my food. gosh! That'll Take an it. hour if you live near here. You know, in Reading, like it's like an hour to Bethlehem. Yep. And what a perfect. Oh my gosh. It's Bethlehem. Hello. It was amazing. I'm so, I'm so sad that I have not, and they have like a Dickens theme there. Um, ish. Yeah. yeah. A little. Um, well, no, they have like Dickens people out on the street. They, and stuff. they, they had Christmas carols, but it's not, it's not like a Dickens weekend. So like when I think of a Dickens stuff, I think of the Charles Dickens weekend that they do in Wellsboro. Oh, okay. Where that's all it is. Gotcha. This is yeah. not all that. No, is but it is like that. Theme. But there yeah, is and some the carriage ride. That. People are dressed like that. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh. So, so fun. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. Sorry. That's, yeah. That's no, I think tradition. it's good. I think the moral of the story is like traditions don't have to be big to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. And even the ones you think aren't meaningful probably are to your kids. Yeah. And it's, it's always a surprise to me, yes. but yeah, but also like, just cause you always did something doesn't mean you always have to It's true. ask yourself the question. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Do I still like it? Yep. Does it still serve us? Yep. And then make your, make your decisions accordingly. That's right. But yeah. And here's the thing. Have yourself a very merry freaking Christmas. Live your freaking Christmas. Do it. Have Do the kind of Christmas way. you want. That's right. Yeah. That's have right. the kind of Christmas you want, because guess what? Nobody else is going to change your mind for you. That's right. Right. You've got to do it. Nobody else is going to be like, you know what? You should do something different. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Do it, do it, do it. And share. We would love to hear your Christmas traditions. Yes. Oh my goodness. Please share away because it's just inspiring to hear what other people. It is. And I'm always looking for new ideas. You know, I mean, I might not be an Enneagram seven, but I sure wing that way. Yes, I do. I want new traditions. Tell me what you do. Yes. Yeah. We hope you guys have a fantastic Christmas. We hope that you are, um, you have some time to be still, yeah. to chill, to relax, to enjoy, to savor the moments, to make memories. That's what it's really all about. Is uh, What memories do you want to make? How do you want to feel? That yeah. goes back to what we talked about last episode. How do you want to feel yeah. at the end of, you know, like day after Christmas? How do you want to feel? How yeah. do you want to feel about your Christmas? And then what do you need to do to right. make that a reality? And make sure you're checking in with yourself. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like I know this time of year can be go, 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 go. Yeah. And you're doing all the things that you typically do. And and you end up in this moment of, I don't think I'm enjoying myself right now. Yes. And it's usually because we're ignoring, we're ignoring our bodies in some way, shape or form, um, yeah. whether it's, you know, physical, mental, emotional, but yeah. make some time to check in with yourself. Yeah. And the other thing is the holidays can be really, really hard. Oh yeah. Right. They're because, not fun for everyone. Yeah, they are. I was just talking to somebody the other day who I love dearly. And she was like, I hate December. I just hate it. I hate Christmas. I hate it all. Mm-hmm. And it's has nothing to do with her faith. It has nothing to yeah. do with anything. It's just December is a really hard month for multiple, very, very valid reasons. Oh yeah. But she was feeling guilty because everybody loves Christmas. Everybody loves December. Right. And like, what's wrong with me? And I'm a terrible person. And I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nope. Hold on again. It's that whole, like you said, like 
checked in with herself. She said it out loud as hard as it was. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, can you please have some compassion Yeah, for yourself? Because how you're feeling is perfectly okay. Yep. And it's normal for what you've been through and what has happened and transpired over Mm -hmm. December's, you know what I mean? Like the last several December's. And so, you know what, let's just you got the, be, be okay with that. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Be your own best friend right and it's now. It's a beautiful completion of that flourishing circle where she yes. made an awareness of, I hate this Yeah, actually. Yep. And that awareness led her to be able to have the compassion of, of course I do. Yes. <laughs> Look at how December's have been yeah. for me. And then that informs and allows her to be able to care for herself in the way that she needs to yeah. during this time. So yeah, don't forget that. Yeah. Don't forget that. Don't make yourself crazy. Right. You don't have to do the stockings. You don't have to do the cookies if it's too much. Don't worry about it. Right. Just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Check in. I know I, I before we just wrap up, one thing I had heard um, Glennon Doyle talk about on her podcast before was when her son was going off to college this year, um, he was feeling a little overwhelmed by like, you're going to have the time of your life. You're going to have the most amazing mm. the college. You're going to be the best years of your life. And that felt overwhelming. And they had a whole conversation about it. And what she had said was, you know what? I'm done saying that mm. I'm done putting expectations on other people for them. Mm. And so, because it, maybe it's not going to be the best time of your life. And so yeah. maybe Christmas isn't going to be great. And so what she had said was, I'm not going to tell you to have a great time. I'm going to tell you have a time, have, <laughs> have a time, that. go have a time. Yes. So if Christmas is not your best time of year, I hope you have a time. Yes. I hope you have a Christmas. Yeah. Whatever that needs to look like for you, but it doesn't need to be the best Christmas ever. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm, Mm. That's good. That's so good. Well, we love you guys. And we just are so thankful that we get to do this and that you listen and you give us your feedback. And yeah, that's the most amazing gift. Yeah. We have really, really enjoyed that. Looking at our Spotify wrapped and all the stats coming in for how much you guys share the podcast and how many of you follow and listen. And we're just so thankful. Yeah. And, and if you're not following us yet, do that. Just hit the little follow button there. If you haven't left us a review, we would love for you to do that. You could consider that your gift to us this Christmas. We yes. would love that. Please. Um, but we are just so thankful for, for you and, and, and your support through this. We love hearing from you. Yeah. And we love doing this. Yeah, we do. We love this. This is just a great way for us to reconnect every week yeah. and to um, check in with ourselves. I feel like we've learned and grown oh my gosh, yeah. so much um, this past year. And it's almost been a year. I know. February. I know. Will be We're going to have to like celebrate We're when it's have a year. A party. We are. We're going to yeah. get some merch. That's what I'm playing down. Oh, that's We're fun. Some shirts and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll think fun. about that after Christmas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not right now. Not right now. But. All right. All right, friends. Have a Christmas. Have a Christmas.